This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Democratic leaders say they're getting closer to an agreement on a broad climate and social spending package ahead of a key trip abroad for the White House. President Joe Biden heads to the COP26 climate summit later this week, and congressional Democrats are hoping to send him with a major policy victory in his back pocket to demonstrate what the U.S. is willing to do on climate change. But getting final send-off on the Build Back Better reconciliation package from key Senate moderates has proven difficult. Negotiations took a turn this weekend, however, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told CNN Sunday, quote, I think we're pretty much there now. She says about 90% of the bill has been agreed upon, but she and other negotiators have not publicly disclosed a top-line spending number. The previously proposed $3.5 trillion package included big investments in ag priorities, including a proposed $28 billion in conservation spending. Phil Brasher has more on where things stand and what else lies ahead this week in his Washington Week Ahead on agripulse.com. Absent an additional influx of cash, the Department of Agriculture is readying enrollment in some existing conservation programs. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service is taking applications for key programs in 2022. NRCS Chief Terry Cosby says the Environmental Quality Incentives Program is one of the more popular ones. Most of these programs we take year-round sign-ups. A lot of folks I know go in to sign up or they think that, hey, they ran out of money, no need to be signing up. Please go into the office and continue to sign up for programs like EQIP. It is year-round. And what we do, once we get a number of applications or we set a date, we'll take the ones that we have on hand and we'll go through and try to fund as many of those as we can. And if there's dollars that forward, we'll do it again. He says the agency is taking applications for the Conservation Stewardship Program and the Agricultural Conservation Easement Program, too. Those are easements. It's enrolled wetland, grassland, and farmlands into our easement program. And so we're taking that. And then we have what we call the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. And I know that that's going to be happening out there. But the key here is walking in and visiting with our staff to make sure you understand how any of these programs might fit your operation and then make sure you get signed up for it. Cosby says NRCS also offers help for historically underserved communities looking to apply for certain conservation programs. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. A congressional ag leader says he's concerned about cybersecurity and its impacts on agriculture. Arkansas Republican Rick Crawford says breaches in cybersecurity grab the headlines but could lead to greater concerns. Cybersecurity is really getting everybody's attention, but that's really the tip of the iceberg. You're absolutely right. We should be more diligent in cybersecurity. That should be a priority for anybody, any business, regardless of whether that's an ag business or a financial institution, a hospital, an academic institution, whatever business you're in, cybersecurity should be one of your primary concerns. But there are a lot of other threats that countries like China and Russia pose. He says those other threats include foreign land ownership and production, intellectual property theft, and a suite of other tools governments use around the globe. Crawford has previously backed legislation to add agriculture to the nation's intelligence capabilities. All of that subject matter expertise as it applies to agriculture, it resides in USDA. So it's really not enough to say, FBI, can you keep your eyes out for anything suspicious that has anything to do with ag? Well, they might not know what they're looking for. They might know what if there's a threat because they don't have the expertise to inform that. 
so they need to be a part of um, the intelligence community. So not only can they inform them more effectively, but they can do better analysis. There's more from Crawford, including thoughts on the reconciliation and infrastructure bills before Congress in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.